Yeah, it's like one of my favorite records. So Hollywood. It is. I feel like he's... The way he holds a note is really impressive. Like, we, when we listen to Charlie Parker, we just think about how fast he can go. Right. He's got a really good tone. Oh, those strings sound so good. Yeah, right? It's It was such a great concept. I don't know why people didn't make more classic string big band jazz records with kind of an expressive lead. Right. Yeah, because big band was always just about the swing. Mm-hmm. And this is not that. It's like, in some ways, it's Charlie Parker's most accessible record. Yeah. But it's very unusual. There are a lot more records that sound like Crazy Bop than, yeah. than this. It's like such a great arrangement, too. You hear that harp? Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell a real, a real legend was behind arranging the song and I like that it just sounds like Charlie Parker just showed up and was like yeah play everything happens to me fuck yeah and his saxophone sounds so good it's like like you can you can feel the air yeah coming and it's like I can feel the air coming out of his saxophone and he recorded this like a thousand years ago yeah <laughs> welcome to listen to this a podcast in which we explore songs we like we research what they mean how they were recorded why they were written why we like them and why you should listen to this with the strings going I feel like I'm about to narrate Peter and the Wolf I know right <laughs> or like fucking Wizard of Oz <laughs> today's episode is about the track everything happens to me by Charlie Parker it's off his incredibly moving and impressive release entitled Charlie Parker with Strings. Very original. Very original name. But I sort of like those types of names. Like I was like listening to an album maybe a few days ago and it's literally called like the, it, it's like the extraordinary jazz guitar of West Montgomery. <laughs> and I was just like, what a great title because I know exactly what the fuck's going on. That's a good point. Right? Yeah. It's like what, what's like with Post Malone, he put out an album, what's it like Hollywood's Bleeding? What does yeah. that even mean? Right, 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 right. But if it was like the incredible beat singing reverb tale of Post Malone. Like, oh, you know what you're getting. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the song was released in the year 1950. Wow. And, it, and it was a really interesting... 1950? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we're going back. Wow. We're going back. It's a really interesting musical concept for an album. It put Charlie Parker, who plays the sax, with a small classical string section and a jazz rhythm section. So it's gotcha. pretty cool. Yeah. Traditionally, Charlie Parker would record with a standard bebop quintet. Right. This new arrangement around his infamous sound was a gamble by producer Norma Granz, mm-hmm. but it paid huge dividends. It's like one of his most successful records. Right. Um, it was recorded at Reeves Studio in New York. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wanted Parker to record his original compositions, which a lot of people are familiar with, right? Right. Ornithology, yeah. Scrapple and the Apple. Oh, good one. Yeah, it's good one of my one. favorites. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. I really, li- I really like Charlie Parker because like, I'm not crazy about bebop all the time because it can be aggressive, right? But for some reason, he has something else that I feel like a lot of those people didn't have. To mm-hmm. me, it's tone. Right. Right. So like, let's talk about tone for a minute. What is? How would you describe tone to somebody 
who's like, I like that sound. I like, like, I like the way Eddie Van Halen plays guitar, but I don't like the way Slash plays guitar. Or like, how would you be able to explain to them that the, the difference is tone and what is that? Right, right. Tough question. But yeah, because like, especially when it comes to like guitar, because it's, it's not so much just about the tone as it is about like how they're playing. Mm-hmm. But like, and references to just tone it's about how the actual sonic sound not what not what van halen is playing or what slash is playing it's how their actual guitar sounds yeah. makes you feel and whether this tone is pleasing or not pleasing to you so it's less about how charlie parker is playing but more the actual sound he's producing yeah. that's tone and it's cool too yeah. because he plays um uh, an instrument where you use your mouth to make the sound. Yeah, he's responsible for the tone mm-hmm. more so than the guitar, which is yeah. like you plug the shit in, you know. And like <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. change an amp, the tone changes. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I lo- I love his his tone and like what we're talking about when I'm like, oh, I can feel the air. I mean, to me, it's like if you can feel a, like a saxophone player's breath on a recording from right. 1950, right? right? So it's like how it's almost it's like 70 years old. Yeah, I can like feel his soul. Literally from that day. Yeah, it's Which crazy. is amazing. I mean, that's like the whole thing of like, you know, a record was like a recorded moment mm-hmm. in time. Like yeah. this is the way it sounded right here, right then. And that's where the term record came from. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and tone is just, it's one of those things that you can't really teach. I think it's just you have it or you don't. Yeah. I think it's why me and Tati really like Astrid Gilberto. Yeah. Because she's, she's got, not the greatest singer, mm-hmm. but her tone is so incredible. Yeah, she, uh, she also understands the fuck out of those changes. It's like... She does, yeah, she can... Yeah, Bra- Brazil, you're right, like, you're right. Brazilian people have got that that thing where they're just like born as like bebop experts in jazz. They're yeah. like, that's just the way music is. Like They just <laughs> hear harmony. <laughs> in a, I, they just, I don't know, they just have a very cool way of understanding but harmony. Yeah. But yeah, but her, she's an example of the tone. Yeah. Yeah. She's one of, she, I, I love her voice. So like, if, do you think that the way that we think tone is really influential on a recording, mm-hmm. which we all would agree that it is, do you think that that also matters like for anybody? Like, do you think like CEOs, like you think Jeff Bezos has a good tone? Mayor, you have a visitor. Not now, I'm having problems. But Mayor, it's a uh, Jeff Bezos. Founder and CEO of Amazon, Jeff Bezos? Yeah. Okay, okay, let him in. Right on through here, Mr. Bezos. Mr. Bezos, how great to see you again. How have you been? I wish I was doing better. Please, Mayor. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you've heard, you've heard, how many times has like your mom been like, I don't like that tone. Oh, yeah, exactly. Or that tone of voice. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, like tone is 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 everything because tone is all about how one person is perceiving yeah. sound. It's the impl- it's the implied, implied meaning behind things. Yeah, which is thank like, you. Yeah, with because like with music, you're like he's just playing notes. We could we could transcribe what he's doing, right? And it wouldn't you you could read it and be like, right. oh, cool, he's playing the melody, like little little interesting things. But it wouldn't you wouldn't hear it in your head like he played it. Exactly. That was that's the best way to describe. Yeah, it. yeah. So it's cool when you think about like. In music, it's like the composition's always pretty basic, especially the songs that we cover. Right. You know what I mean? They're not, it's not that crazy, but it's that implied meaning right. of the performance, the tone, right. that stuff yeah, like really great. matters. Um, Everything Happens to Me is a jazz standard, first written by Tom Ader and Matt Dennis. 
and it was originally performed by Frank Sinatra. No shit. So pretty, nice. pretty good yeah, version too. Yeah, nice. The Chet Baker is my favorite. Other than this, I was like Chet Baker. I probably said this on the podcast before, but listening to him saying, like his voice, the tone of his voice is what I imagine heroin feels like. I make a date for golf, and you can bet your life it rains. I try to give a party. And the guy upstairs complains I guess I'll go through life Just catching colds and missing trains Everything happens to me Yeah, it's just so chill I I mean, Parker was, you know know. (laughs) I was wondering, like, we should talk about it for a little bit Charlie Parker, notable heroin addict, yes. along with a lot of a great lot of jazz, jazz musicians. musicians yeah. What the fuck is going on there, dude? I don't know. Perform being a musician is stressful, y'all. Like yeah. it's you got to pay more taxes than everybody else. <laughs> you have be, to carry your shit around. You have to carry your shit. You have like, and it's like you're up late. You're you're staying up late yeah. every night. You're not really getting a lot of good sleep. You're traveling. A lot of exactly like you see the worst in people yeah. because you're like. When you're a musician, you're basically like one step. You're you're kind of like I would say musicians are the step between regular people and the criminal darkness of humanity. Yeah, they're kind of in in the mediary because yeah. everybody likes them. Yeah, so it's like you see some bad shit when you're a musician. So I think maybe that can lead to like addiction. But it's interesting because to me, like jazz is really sophisticated. Very, and like you would think somebody who's smacked out wouldn't be able to push the limits of sophisticated harmony and yet it happens so many times it's like yeah, so many well, of my this favorite was, this is also my thing of just like um you know maybe it wasn't as sophisticated as we think and we just went back and tried to de- and reverse engineer <laughs> that's so smart dude that was always i man, love that this was my that this makes was, perfect this sense. was always my hang up don't with, let any jazz or hear you say that though. i know <laughs> what i'm about what i'm about to say is so taboo but like this was my feeling at school that makes so much sense yeah like this was my feeling at school we took this class where where we would listen to famous solos and analyze them. And at the end of every solo, I'm like, this guy is just fucking dicking off. And here we are reverse engineering into genius. It's true. The dude was probably, like you said, smacked out and just up there like, and just fucking just raging balls. Yeah. And we're just trying to reverse engineer this like genius. (laughs) I'm like thinking, it's funny to think about, um, like I was thinking about how they recorded in the song and it's like probably like by this point Charlie Parker was kind of a big star. He was a little difficult to work with because of some things that we mentioned. Right. So like I imagine that he didn't do that much work on the arranging end and just kind of showed up and played the sax. And it's just funny to think about it like it's like a modern day hip hop song. He's like the vocalist and then there's like a two track yeah. like an MP3 track of like yeah. a band and it's like yeah. it sounds that way but it sounds so cool. I wish more instrumentalists would try this approach yeah. to play with like the classical string section. He's amazing. And like it, it, the string section really gives him room. That it arrangement does. is so big, but also makes a lot of space, which yeah. I think is really cool. So like you said, it's very Hollywood. Yeah. And you know, like in, in, in Hollywood, like the music needs to be there, but it doesn't, it can't be the loudest thing. There's people talking, you know? And so that type of sound mixed in with you know him being the soloist, it makes a perfect match. That's I can't get over that shit about reverse engineering. Can we yeah, take- <laughs> you're just you're just you're just adding analytic. You're just analyzing something that is. I, that's why that's why that's where I started having my like issue with like with, education. Yeah, yeah. 
That is that is true, especially with things like and art, there is art and genius music. there. Oh, of I'm course. not like I'm not trying to discount anyone's genius, but no. I'm just saying like it's it, it's a little much. Also, it's not that it's like it's not that hard to push the limits of harmony. Right, it's all, not. All you have to do is do something that nobody does. Yeah, just play one note out, and, and now you've pushed the limit. And, and then eventually, somebody. It's like what makes what makes it hard to push the limits of harmony is a. A, a third party has to come along and be like, you're a genius. Right. And like, it's, 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 it's really funny that like, he probably was just going in yeah. and he probably knew what he was doing Absolutely. according to like he music. It, he yeah. could be like, oh, like this is the core and playing like a Swiss chord here, yeah. or this blah, blah, blah. Like m- minor major, right. augmented major seventh. Right. One of my favorites. Nice. But yeah, he was just probably just like riffing with his knowledge. Yeah, dude. Oh, it's so good. Okay, I guess like last question. How do you record a saxophone? Usually usually you just put a mic, you know, mm-hmm. maybe one, two feet, three feet away if you want a little bit more room. But really it's it really like when you talk about soloist horn players, yeah, trumpet, saxophone, you know, any type of horn, it's really the sound is good is coming from the player. Because like what what for for me what is seems complicated about recording an instrument like a, a tenor sax mm-hmm. is like it's so dynamic. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know how you keep it even but a lot of that has to do with the player, the player right like and especially charlie parker in yeah. 1950 i mean he's controlling his yeah. dynamics like incredibly well like horn players uh have to are probably like the most like in control of their instrument yeah because so much is is coming from the body and there's really no like it's really just like you got to just put a microphone up and and they and they have and to they, perform they, that's really cool yeah they perform thanks so much for listening to this podcast We're on Instagram, Patreon. Make sure you tell people about our podcast in real life. We got a playlist on Spotify with all the songs and their corresponding episodes. Rate and review our podcast. Let people know that you are listening to this.